Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. And shortly after our show, our podcast will go up. So if you've missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Odd Couple wherever you get your pods. And be sure also to follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Odd Couple wherever you get your podcast, and you will see today's show posted right after we get off the air. All right, Rob, We the return of an old friend, Antonio Daniels. Sirius XM NBA radio, Fox Sports radio host. He will join us at the bottom of the hour. And, also an NBA champion, so it'll be great to talk with him. And guess what, Chris? He'll have takes for us. He will not break down uh, how the Pelicans are using Zion. He might do both. <laughs> <laughs> but he will join us. Um, speaking of the NBA, Rob, let's stay there. Kevin Durant, now I think, did we talk yesterday about his statement that he's not a leader? Or what really Barkley came out and said that Durant isn't a leader uh, during the All-Star game, which he was broadcasting with Draymond Green. Draymond didn't fight it, but uh, that's what Durant said about, uh, I'm sorry, what Barkley said about Durant and Durant has responded, Rob, not by saying, I'm a leader beating his chest. But here's what he said on his boardroom podcast. Why do you think people in the media think you're not a good leader? I'm not as charismatic as my peers. I don't have a personality that's like fit for TV. And a lot of those stories of what we talk about don't get spoken about in the media. You got to sell what you're doing as well. And I haven't sold it enough. I don't feel like I need to. I don't feel like I want people to call me a leader. But I also don't want people to say I'm not one either. Because they don't see what goes on behind the scenes or what I talk about or my intentions. 
or the relationships that I built with my teammates and support staff. But when guys like that say that, I just got to chalk it up to them just not being aware, push a narrative for myself, expose the truth or how great of a leader I am. I don't feel like it's necessary. Again, Rob, and I, I, I haven't listened to the entire podcast. But what if the guy he's talking with, Rob G, who is the guy he's talking with? Is it his boy? That's Rich Kleiman. Oh, that was his agent. It's beyond his boy. It's okay, his agent. And, uh, the guy pays what if him. Rich, what's he going to do? What's he going to say, Chris? Well, Rob, what if Rich had said, well, KD, you know, in 2017, you were quoted in GQ magazine, which did a big story on you. You said this, according to GQ. Steph Curry is the face of the franchise, and that helps me out because I don't have to. I don't want to have to be the leader. I'm not a leader. I'm bad at saying stand behind me and follow me. Right? No, I'm one of those guys that's just like, let's do this together. Let's just work everybody together. I don't mind being on the front line with you, but let's come and do it together. That's my way of leadership. I'm leading by example. So, Rob, now Kevin Durant can say, well, look, that was 2017. That was, what, seven years ago. I've changed. I've grown. But, Rob, give him a chance to say that. Or you're just trying to get to the truth, right? I'm just trying to get KD. You're saying you're a leader. And you can talk about Barkley and other media saying you're not. You said it. You said it. So what? what's going on? That right. would be nice. No, that, that would be nice. And, and that would be, Chris, uh, what you would say because these are your own words. That's all. That's the and thing. And guess what, Chris? Everybody can't be a leader. Everybody's not a leader. We talked about, I told you before, in Detroit, Barry Sanders, one of the greatest running backs, right? Arguably one of the, if not, yep. him, Jim Brown. Uh, He's up there. He's in the discussion. He's in the conversation. That's not his personality, Chris. He just was a really good running back, a great running back. That's what. Yeah. He's not going to get up on a table, not going to scream at people and tell them to do this and and all that. And that's why the Lions, you know, or whatever. Barry just Barry was not going to go to the Ford family and say, "Get rid of Wayne Fonts. He's a bad coach." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's just it ain't right. going to happen, and it's okay. But and that's win, why Barry won one playoff game. No, I'm just they, <laughs> no I mean, I, I feel you. If Kevin Durant should not be shamed for not being a leader. Like you okay. said, it's not his personality. Everybody can't be a leader. Everybody shouldn't be a leader. You got to have some followers. Now, what I would say, Rob, here's what I say about KD. And I guess, I don't know, and now... I don't know if he's trying to say now he's a leader, you know, uh, but we, you know, there's the quote. I'd like to see him address this at some point, but I would say this to KD Rob. And I actually thought it was, you know, when he went to Brooklyn, I thought it was good. Cause it, it appeared that he was trying to, you know, that was his first right, step. People that was don't a big think step. I want to, well, I, let me finish. Cause I was going to say, you know, it looked like he was trying to maybe, show people, now. Nah, look, I can lead a team to a championship. Now, I think they never – he got a chance. He was healthy for the most part. But they didn't get a chance together. Him and Kyrie, him and Kyrie and Durant and Harden, they just – the injuries, the anti-vax stance by Kyrie, they really never had a great opportunity. 
But what I would say is this, Rob. I thought in that situation, KD followed Kyrie. I think he followed him to Brooklyn. Um, And I think had Kyrie said, you know what, I want to go to the Knicks, he would have followed him to the Knicks. What I would say, that's just my opinion, but Mm -hmm. KD should have, if this is who he is, this quote, then he should have said, look, I know who I am. I don't want the responsibilities of having to be the vocal leader and rah-rah guy and all that. I just want to hoop. And guess what? I'm on the best team in the league. They need me. They didn't win. They, we just saw them lose to Toronto without me. I'm going to stay here. And all, all I have to do is hoop. Steph can be the face. Draymond can be the emotional leader. And I'll be the best player. And he didn't do that. And Rob, his career has never been the same. He hasn't been past the second round since he left Golden State. And so I would say it would have if if that's how KD felt, it would have been like, man, this is who who I am. I'm gonna stay here. And Rob, he might have five championships at this point. Who knows? Yeah, but I, but even even in those five, uh, would he fully get credit? Like there are people who still don't even want to give him as much credit for those. I still think that uh, I understood why he moved on to. And the and the way Draymond and that whole thing, it just and and you remember who was the GM? Bob um, Bob Myers, Myers. Chris. You know, even in jest at the parade, you know, it it was just a little bit of that. And then when they put in the new building, they didn't even have him in all time. Well, that was after he left, which, which but that but that was petty. You know, like you can't win two championships and act like he didn't he didn't do anything like that. That that was petty, and and it said something. About to answer about the organization. Your, your question, Rob, because it's a good question. Because you're right. Some people, I mean, we've heard Walt Frazier, the great Walt Frazier, say there's a mental asterisk by KD. Yeah, Cooper right. Like, like, like not fully giving him all the credit. But here's what I say, Rob. I do think he would have gotten, like, if they won, let's say four. They won one without him, so they certainly you think would have won three uh, with him. Probably, I think four, maybe more. Um, well, if he stayed healthy, he would, too, let's not forget. Right. I mean, we. But he's if he was just as healthy as he's been, he's been you know for the most part he had the year off after the Achilles. But um, I think Rob he would have gotten the credit. One immediately we saw them lose without him to Toronto, and we know they came. We know now that they came back and won later. But we wouldn't have known that. We would have just saw, oh, when KD got back, they won it again. You know? And so that would have, I think, kind of silenced that thought of they didn't need him and all that. Um, And I also just think over time, Rob, it would have, like, we would have just gotten used to KD being in Golden State. And just like we got used, the reason I didn't kill LeBron or kill KD when he went to Golden State, was because I saw how everybody praised LeBron. All the people that killed him, once he won it, oh, he's the best player in the world, he's this, he's that. I was like, they're going to – and I said this on SportsCenter that night. I said, that day KD went. I said, next year after – I said, in two years after he's got two championships and maybe two finals MVPs, everybody's going to be praising him. And that's what happened. And so I think, Rob – I, I think it would have been like people wouldn't have even really been thinking about 
how he went to this great 73-win team because he would have been likely the best player, and I think he would have gotten a lot of credit for that. Chris, and, real quick. and then what do you talk? What are we thinking, Rob? Like, if he's got four, or f- I think there's probably I think LeBron is just better than KD. But if he had four, it might be a real debate. Yeah, I don't know. LeBron Among some people, at least has so so many stats though. Like all those KD got great things. stats too. Not all time leading scorer. I mean, that's a that's a big one to me. It it really is. But anyway, Chris, real quick. Speaking of LeBron, uh, Shams is reporting that the Lakers, LeBron James with his ankle is listed as out Thursday against the Warriors. So there we go. Thanks, LeBron. Thanks for going to the All Star game. Appreciate it. Well, look, you know how I feel. LeBron is thirty nine. And I mean, he only played 14 minutes all star no, game. No. You can say he if shouldn't he was, have played. If he was tweaked all, or hurt, I'm just, I'm just saying he probably should have taken off. Come yeah. out there, wave your hands. Everybody. He could have right. He could have went out there and been in uniform. That's what I'm saying. Or Chris, even not, not in play. uniform and just wave. But I, I'm not gonna kill him. But yeah, I mean, this is Rob. And again, he's unique in that he's 39, 21st year. We get that. But it's a it's tough for the league, man. Tough because that's Rob. That's a game. People would want to – I would have really been into that game. But this is what we be, keep talking right? about. They're both how playing – both teams times? are playing well. The seed, right? right? They're both Got like 7-3 in their last yep. 10, something yep. like that. Here's a game. Hey, let's go on and see. Let's see if the Warriors are making a move. Let's see where the Lakers are. Yep. And then the first game out of the break, we're going to not see all the teams at full strength. Yeah. That's the NBA it's be a know. tough one. All right, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in on Kevin Durant and his complicated history of being a leader. Do you think he's a leader? Do you think he's not a leader? What do you think about what I said about, hey, if you're not a leader, maybe you should have stayed in Golden State, one more chips. What was his? would his legacy be then? You can weigh in on all of that with the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly... Because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you could see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Cavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, I, I already know. each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, 
monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, and catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we are the iCouple live from the Tyrac.com studios. And if you like using debit over credit, you should get rewarded. At least we feel you should. Now you can with Discover's Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone, and that includes you, with cash back on everyday purchases, no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC 87799 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in on Kevin Durant, his leadership or lack thereof, and man, had KD said, you know what, I don't feel like leading. Let me just stay in Golden State and ball. What would we be saying now about Kevin Durant? Your thoughts, 877 right, on Fox. Steve in Tallahassee, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Steve? Steve in Tallahassee, what's going on, guys? Doing what great. up, man? <laughs> yeah, it's just me. Um, no, my thing is, he might not be MJ or Kobe. Scotty got rings, too. What's wrong with being able to know your role and play your position? Okay. I mean I mean everybody everybody's not that He's guy better than Scotty though. But if, but think about it. Barkley, he's talking all this trash, but he had zero rings. And Barkley, now he was older. 
But Rob, he did team up with Elijahwan and Drexler. Yeah, himself. that's the end. Yeah. But his you look at his no nobody really knew it was the end because his numbers were great the year before he went there. And they were still really good when he got there. So he wasn't done. None of them were done. And they didn't get it done. They sure certainly didn't get it right. done. And for all the Scotty people Pippen too who always Talking about Scottie Pippen, you know, oh, he never, Michael never won. Well, Scotty, what did Scotty, would Scotty win anything, Chris? I'm just asking. No. Okay. So stop using that. Every time I hear that, <laughs> it makes no sense to me. If Scotty won two championships without Michael Jordan, fine. If during the six championships, Chris, if Scotty Pippen won three MVPs at 06, then you have an argument, right? I'm, I'm going to be honest, Rob, and you and I watched it. Because, you know, look, we're, old, we're up there. Right, And so a lot of our callers who might bring that up, they didn't see it. They're just looking at the games and the numbers and the box scores. Michael Jordan made Scottie Pippen into what he became. Now, Pippen became an all-time great player. Don't get me wrong. But if you watched him, anybody that watched Scottie Pippen, Scottie Pippen was a raw piece of Play-Doh when he got to the Bulls. And seeing Michael Jordan every day at practice and how hard he went, going up against him, working like Mike, following Mike, emulating him to some degree, helped Scotty become a Hall of Fame player. And Scotty is great. But Scotty averaged eight points his rookie year, Rob. He averaged 14 the year after that, 16 the year after that. I mean, so let's not, you know what I mean? Like, let's. Right. Don't, if you don't, saw don't it, you know, just talk right. about, exactly. right. Oh, we never went without Scott. It's ridiculousness. All right. It is ridiculous. Uh, let's go to Craig. Craig in Houston, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Craig? Hey, good evening, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, yep. sir. Yeah, I think that uh, KD, yeah, that's an interesting conversation, man. And I'm kind of mean with you, Chris, uh, in that uh, if I'm KD, yeah, man, okay, so I'm not a leader. Just stay in Golden State and uh, continue to collect rings, you know. You had a couple of reasons. I mean, the brand of basketball that Golden State was playing made perfect sense, you know, for his game, for him to go there. And then number two, and uh, I'm going to disagree with the previous caller, Scottie Pippen, man, don't even try it. You know, uh, KD went to Golden State and and he collected Finals MVPs. Right. You know, so he, I mean, he's better than you know, Scottie Pippen. Better I mean, than no, Scottie for sure. Nobody. Tell yeah. you what, one other thing. I see what you guys think about this. Two things. One, if he stays after that incident with Draymond, I think Golden State gets rid of Draymond. And number two. Um, Hindsight being twenty twenty, I think the NBA could have actually used him staying in Golden State right now, you know, for the league. Let's see what you guys think about that. Well, I, look, it, it would really make things interesting. It'd just be another team. They would be probably the kings of the mountain, whether they would have won it last year or not. They'd be the kings of the mountain, having had several championships. And, Rob, it would be like, can these new dogs, can Jokic, can Giannis, can – I don't want to say MB because he's hurt, but you know, can these young guys, Boston, can they knock off the Kings? I mean, it would be an interesting storyline. I, I, I agree with that. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, it would be interesting, but I, I think I'm not so sure they would have definitely got rid of Draymond. Yeah, I don't, they, I don't, they, they, I don't, I don't, I don't know that they would have needed to, right? Because Draymond and KD made up. Now, we right. know they've gone at it a little bit recently, but they made up. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I, give, I don't think I it would have had credit, man. Uh, Tony in D.C., you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Tony? What's up, fellas? Looks good. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Um, Chris, I'm with you. I would have loved to have seen KD stay in Golden State. I think that was the perfect spot where you just keep his head down, do the work, yep. you know, step to the face of the league and just do your thing. And I think they would have got at least two more rings on top of the I one they got I think at least two KD. more. Right. I yeah, agree. At so least two more. I just feel he should have stayed there. And uh, I just oh, I, you guys are closer to the league than we are. Maybe you know some stuff behind the scenes, but if I'm an owner – but I just can't see letting Kevin Durant walk out the door. He's a once-in-a-lifetime talent. And to this day, I don't understand that. Like, I really don't. Well, I mean, you KD, guys know look. stuff than we do? No, but, I mean, if KD makes up his mind, I'm, Oklahoma City didn't want to let him go either. You know what I mean? If he makes up his mind, there's really nothing you can do. Now, to, what, to your point, Rob, I can go above and beyond to try to convince him Right. And in every single way necessary that we need you, we want you. You know what I mean? Steph was flying. Didn't Steph try to fly to to convince him? And then Steph was in the air, I think, when KD said he's going to Brooklyn. I think KD's mind was made up. I just think in hindsight, because I didn't think it was a bad move when he did it. In hindsight, though, it looks like it it was a mistake. Because if he's got four or five rings, now he's – you're arguing, is he a top 10 player? Some people, I wouldn't be, but some people might be debating him and LeBron. He certainly would be viewed as higher than Steph historically, whereas now he's not. So, yeah, but, you know, um, you live and you learn. All right, we got Antonio Daniels around the corner, but first, be Finn, the loquacious one. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, thank you, our man B. Finn. We are The Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studios, and we are both excited. We haven't heard this music in nearly a year. We can't wait to bring on the NBA champion, the Sirius XM NBA radio host, the Fox Sports radio host, our man Antonio Daniels. What up, brother? Fellas. It's good to have you on, my man. How you been? How are you? man. Awesome to be on with you guys, man. How are you guys? We are great, brother. We are great. And wrapping up, we've wrapped up football season so now it's full bore into the NBA. So that's why we have you on, which is great. So, man, let's get to it. Uh, New Orleans, that's the team you're, you, you're with. And they look good. They won seven of their last eight. They beat the Clippers during that stretch. I'm, this is one thing I'm, I'm saying to myself, uh, Antonio, when I look at the Western Conference standings, I'm looking at Minnesota. Oklahoma City, those are the top two. I'm looking at New Orleans. Sacramento's eighth, but still, I'll throw them in here. And I'm wondering, how for real are these teams? Because they're all young, right? And yep. what type, you know, like, so what What am I going to see from them in the playoffs? So let's start with New Orleans. How convinced or not convinced are you that they're actually what they look like recently and that they're going to be a, a team that, has to be reckoned with in the playoffs. I think it would be disingenuous to me to give New Orleans credit or talk about New Orleans the way that I wouldn't talk about some of the other teams. 
Like all the teams that you just named, we have no idea. We don't know. Right. We don't know what Oklahoma City is going to look like in the postseason. We don't know what Minnesota is going to look like in the postseason. You know, we don't know what Sacramento or New Orleans is going to look like in the postseason. You know what? Like the thing is, um, Minnesota, and, and basically what I'm saying is the way these teams are currently constructed. Right? Minnesota hasn't been out the first round the way their team is currently constructed. Patrick Beverly's not there anymore. They done made some changes along the way. You know, New Orleans hasn't been out the first round. Sacramento hasn't been out the first round. And Oklahoma City, the way they're currently constructed, hasn't even been to the first round. So I I think it would be wrong and disingenuous to me to say, I know what to expect of these teams come postseason. Here's the thing that I found out about the postseason as a player and now as an analyst. Some guys will play better in the postseason than they do in the regular season. Other guys, it's the complete opposite. And I think some of the all-time greats, we have guys that we can have this conversation about that are first battle Hall of Famers that have been great during the regular season, but when the postseason comes around, they almost look like a shell of themselves. Did you say Because the game starts to slow down. You can say somebody like Joel Embiid. You can say someone like James Harden. I'm talking about guys that have had postseason struggles. Paul George. It's a lot of guys in – I know right now we're talking about the young teams of the Western Conference, but if we kind of compartmentalize this to – Individuals, there are a lot of individuals, and we discussed this on my Sirius XM show today, that have a lot of pressure for the postseason. Oh, oh yeah. Have a lot of pressure to perform in the postseason. So, yes, to answer your question, I'm not sure what these teams will look like come postseason, fellas. Help, help me with this and, and uh, the All-Star game. I mean, no one's uh-huh. asking anybody uh, to jump in the stands, to break a foot, trying to make a play. But Antonio, that was pro- I've been covering the league since 1987. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just god awful, and basically they gave fans the middle finger, like saying we don't care, and we don't care what you think, and we we don't care. That's what that's. It was like they were trying to prove a point. We should cancel this game because we don't want to play in it. That's what it felt like. I, I tell you the thing that I, I don't want to do anymore, and I, I don't want to. You know, every year it's like a cycle. You know, it's the same thing every year. Every year it's the all-star starters, and then it's the all-star reserves, and then talk shows. It's been a gang of time talking about who got snubbed, who should have made it, who didn't make it. And, like, I, you know, and I saw this so much over the past couple of days. Like, why do we care so much about it if they don't care about it? They only care about it because it's tied to their financial future. But as far right. as the game is concerned, they can care less about it. They could care. I, I'm, you know the crazy thing. We had a discussion uh, about a month ago when Luca went for 73 and Joel Embiid went for 70. The discussion was, do you think a player will score 100 points before a team scores 200 points? And you know <laughs> what my response was? My response was, I think a player will score 100 points because out of all of the All-Star games that's ever been played, no team has ever scored 200 points in an All-Star game. That's never happened. So if it doesn't happen in the All-Star game, how can it possibly happen in the regular season? Lo and behold, this year they put up 211 points. Right. Well, let me add along those lines, Antonio, and I've said this in the past. I don't know if I've discussed it with you. But I wonder, because a lot of people are complaining. I, I haven't really complained about it. You do see a ton of blowouts in the regular season now, right? Mm-hmm. And – a lot of people, though, are complaining about the high scoring in the league now. 
Mm-hmm. And I've said, I want, I've wondered aloud, maybe they do they need to look at, or at some point will they need to look at maybe cutting off the three-point line at the free throw line extended? So, you know, at the end where the arc ends, and basically you're cutting out that corner three and a little bit more Man, of it. What, and, what, listen, well, hold on. Let me explain. Because that would bring back – that. Hey, I'm going to explain. It would bring oh. back post-play. It would bring back mid-range play. And you would still have the three. Like now, you see this, Antonio. Teams – I mean, look, I'm going to give them credit because they're smart. All the analytics are telling them three – Layup or dunk or free throw. And the teams are smart, and that's what they're doing, and now the defenses can't keep up. So I'm, you sound like you would be there's against something like that, there's but what are your thoughts right on there. that? Yes, there's a problem. The last line you just said, that's my issue. That's my only issue is the fact that the defenses can't keep up. It's not the fact that they can't keep up. The rules don't allow them to keep up. Right. That's my one problem. That's, if there was one change, like, you know how the game was played in the, in the 1990s, right? Hand and checking and all right. T- right. There's a, there's a happy medium that I feel like the NBA is missing. It doesn't have to go all the way back to the 1980s where – Right, you know, we don't want to see right. – Right, it's getting ring-necked and, and his glasses are flying. We don't need all that, right? We don't need that. But there's a happy medium I feel like the NBA is missing. Right now, this is the most skilled generation of NBA athletes that's ever existed, in my opinion, as far as shot-making is concerned. Right. Right? But here's the thing. They have more help than they need. So when you have the skill to be able to shoot from distance from the logo with efficiency and accuracy, and now the defense can't do any – I can't even contest because if I get too close, now with the flagrant one – like, the, the defense doesn't have any chance to legitimately stop anybody. And yep. I'm not with all these changes to the game. I'm not with all this, man. Like, it's like we're just continuing to, to cave and cater to this generation. Let's take away the three-point line. Let's give them a million dollars to play. Let's right. move all back-to-back. It's like, come on, man. Like, guys have played through this stuff forever. Why now in 2024 do we want to change every possible rule to make it easier for the player in today's generation? I, I, it drives I, me berserk. No, I agree I, with that. I agree, and the game isn't as enjoyable. I mean, I just – I don't want to see, Antonio, just people firing up shots. I, I, I covered – I covered – I know nobody wants to see the Pistons from 2004. I get that. Now, we're not talking about going back to that. But Antonio, what I loved about that team was that they used to get stops at the end of games to win. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed played, stops. I on the Everything's San better with first resistance. Team. Right. I played on the San Antonio's first team that was called boring. Yep. Because they played the right way. They played the game the right way. It was called boring. And y'all and were. Yeah, no, question about it. no question about it. But here's the thing. They were boring for 20 years. Right. And that was the blueprint. That was the blueprint for the NBA. That was the blueprint. So now, as opposed to being boring and successful, we would rather see a, a, a botched product as long as it's entertaining. Let, let, let's, let's end here before you got to go. Um, we got about a minute. Um, you, do, you call games for the Pelicans. 
Zion, mm-hmm. um, numbers are a little down. They're still good, but they're a little down. But I feel like in a lot of ways he's playing better. Is that a, is that a fair statement? I think he's gotten better as his season has come along. Yes, that's safe to say. You know what? You know how you can tell how Zion's playing because listen to the media noise around him. That's how you can always tell when he's playing well. It's really quiet. Right. It is really quiet. You don't hear people taking shots at him. You don't hear people taking jabs at him. But the moment that he struggles on national TV is when all hell breaks loose. But I'll, right. I'll but say this. when he's playing well, I'm saying, I'm sorry. No, I'll say this, though. Zion, and I get it, he's been banged up and all that, and now we got to go. But you don't hear that much about him. Like, I, I'm surprised at from where he was supposed to be Profile-wise, the next hotness or whatever, uh, to to almost nothing. Like you just say, like when he's playing well, people yeah, aren't raving about it him. Back. That'll come in the postseason. Okay, th- th- that's where all that happens. You know, the but thing you know is, what I'm Pelicans, saying. Like there's just I, I know no exactly buzz for him. Saying. Right, I know exactly what you're saying. But when a, a lot of this legacies are made in the postseason, not in right. the regular season. Right. You know, we, we're having this conversation now in February. If we're having a completely different conversation the second and third week of April. Let's revisit this because that's when the talk really begins. That's when everything right. is, is, is blown up. All right. That's our man, Antonio Daniels. Great to, to have you back, voice, man. Buddy. We look forward to speaking to you regularly now. For sure. I appreciate you guys. God bless you. All right, brother. brother. Peace. More Odd Couple coming your way. Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right, it is the iGobble. Chris and Rob live from the TireRack.com studios. The DJ Alex Teichert on the ones and the twos. All right. Uh, Micah Parsons, Rob. I think he was on with Stephen A. And he was defending his quarterback. That's my quarterback. Here he is. Talking about that. Besides Patrick Mahomes. Bye. What other quarterback in the AFC has accomplished anything to get more credit than Dak? Joe Farrell. Josh Allen. Did he finish? No. But they got further. It doesn't matter how far you get. If you're going home and you're not tearing the ring, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If we get sent home, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's no different. It doesn't matter. Getting bounced in a wild card game? It's no different. Come on, man. That's ridiculous. All you're doing is getting more hope. More hope. But if you are not the Super Bowl champion, it does not matter what you've accomplished. It doesn't matter if you're MVP, defense player of the year. It doesn't matter. If you're not the Super Bowl champion, it doesn't matter. You haven't accomplished anything. That doesn't, that does not, when you go to the Hall of Fame, does it say, made an NFC Championship final? No. It gives you a Pro Bowl, an All-Pro, and Super Bowl. It's my quarterback. Look, Mike is, I give him credit, Rob, for trying to defend this guy. That's his teammate, right? But if that's the case, Micah hadn't accomplished anything. Mike. And I get it. Some sometimes athletes feel like the media harps so much on rings and they belittle everything else. No, I'm, I get it. The, L- Lamar Jackson, w- you know, we know he's been criticized for not playing well in that AFC Championship game against Kansas City. But at the same time, we can also recognize he had a great regular season. Dude's a two-time MVP. Period. Which probably End makes him fight. a Hall of Famer. Already, Chris, because everybody with two is is in. Right. So he's he's, he's accomplished more than old. Dak. Josh and Allen has accomplished more than Dak. Uh, uh, Joe Burrow been to a Super Bowl. Chris, that like, team couldn't win a playoff game. Do you remember Marvin Lewis Cincinnati Bengals teams? Right. They couldn't win a playoff game. Marvin Lewis. Got the Bengals to the playoffs seven times during his run there. He did a great job in Cincinnati. Chris, 0-7 in the postseason. Right. Joe Burrow shows up, hurt his fir- at the end of his first year, second year, they're in the Super Bowl. He accomplished nothing? Come on, man. I'm sorry. I ain't that cut and dry. And, and Rob, right, I agree. with. And, and why did he go to the AFC? Because you got Jalen Hurts in the NFC. Jared Goff, who's been to a Super Bowl and, and an NFC Championship game. And I, look, I think Dak, now I, I know we got to see more from Dak in the playoffs, but I do. I think Dak is better than Goff. I don't. It's arguable, 
But so I, I don't because golf's gone further in the playoffs doesn't mean I think he's better than Dak. But Micah's just I think Micah's being way too black and white. And I think he's doing it, Rob, and just trying to protect, you know, trying to defend his quarterback. Which I can respect, you know, but I mean, heck, Brock Purdy just went further. I, I, than, I just than that. You know, like I, I'm not into the Mike Micah Parsons. He can say whatever he wants. That's his opinion. It would go on every show. You think he should turn off the Micah? I, they should turn off the Micah because I cannot. Stand. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Very nice. That's good. That's definitely one of your better ones. <laughs> I just every time I hear him, I it just uh, I don't want to say the wrong word, but it just sounds. I don't want to say that word. Don't want to say that word. Rob. It just I, doesn't. I, it just doesn't. Tell me if it, this is what it you're sounds getting. like. A, it sounds like a young guy, Chris, who thinks he's more versed than he really is. Like that's in what this, I'm, in is this it, business. Is, in is this that, business. Am I fair or am no? I you, I you're. Wanna, right. I was gonna say exactly not, what you're saying. Okay, but I don't want to say the wrong word. Like yeah. I'm, okay. Look, all I'm all I'm saying. You you got me. You understand what I'm saying? That, yeah, exactly. That's, that's what he sounds like. More power to Micah. I'm sure he's getting paid handsomely for this. Yeah. Remember, he's not making a ton of money yet. And so, you know, I, I, I don't want to take money out of his pockets. I don't want to take fame and and opportunities out of his pockets. So if he wants to do this, fine. But, Rob, he does sound like a young guy who's, you know, inexperienced certainly in this business, right. but also fairly inexperienced in life and the NFL. And now he is in the matrix He's freaking debating with Stephen A. He's on his podcast with no co-host, so nobody to kind of, hey, you, you, did you really mean that or want to slow down or, right. you know, whatever. And he's just kind of, he's, he's, I think he's just in a space where it just seems like he's rambling about a lot of stuff and he's trying to answer to this and to that and that, this criticism and that criticism. And... It's just getting to be a, a lot. It's getting to be too much. Uh, and I you just say think headache? He, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think he may need to, you know, slow down, as Brand Nubian would say. All right, it's the I Couple, Chris and Rob. Y'all know what to do. Keep it locked. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. 
hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.